My name is Seth Allen, and this is a podcast on the agricultural history of Manoa Valley. Manoa Valley may seem like a very inhabited place, but before it was largely used for farming, the Hawaiian Islands were very good for farming because of the wonderful environment that the islands had. Manoa Valley had one of the best environments for farming, and on the islands this was very important, and here is my partner Kyle to explain why. There is so much to do in Manoa Valley, such as visiting the Manoa Falls, shopping at the Manoa Marketplace, and going to the Lion Arboretum. But did you know that Manoa Valley was largely agricultural until 1901? About 67,000 years ago, lava flow passed through the valley, causing it to add an extra layer above the valley floor. This allowed for fertile soil because the lava's weak magnetic fields, which attract nutrients. Over the many years, the Manoa Valley was sculpted due to erosion. The cool trade winds and the abundant 151.4 inches of annual rainfall allows it to be one of the most desirable farming areas on Oahu. In ancient Hawaiian Manoa, planting and harvesting crops was very important. They would use tools such made from wood or stone and sometimes by hand. Some of these tools would be the o'o, which is a wooden stick which is used to create holes to plant taro in. They were, ancient Hawaiians would also use flat stones or broken opihi shells to help weed the plants. The ancient Hawaiians grew many different crops. The main three are sweet potatoes, taro or kalo, and bananas. In the late 1800s, a lot of the Hawaiian land in Manoa was leased to foreigners. One of the ali'i, Boki, and a westerner named John Wilkinson planted coffee, sugarcane, and pineapples once the land was bought over by the westerners. At the rear central portion in the upper Manoa Valley, the Filipinos mostly farmed the banana plantations. Chinese farmers farmed the taro patches of the central area. Japanese farmers would farm the vegetables such as radish, carrots, and string beans. Mr. Iwasaki, a farmer from the 1900s, stated that they ate whatever came out of the ground. For example, sweet potatoes, soybeans, and daikon. As far as meat goes, they didn't have much of it, except for chickens. The historical preservation of this aspect of Manoa must be cherished and preserved. The contrast of ancient Manoa and modern Manoa is very apparent. In these days, Manoa is a very largely inhabited area. There is almost no area in Manoa that doesn't have a house on it. And it is exciting to know that in our, in our past, in Manoa's past, there was almost no houses and only farmland. We were lucky enough to talk to someone who has good experience with helping preserve Hawaiian farming culture. Her name is Caitlin, and she works with a lot of different organizations on the island to help preserve Hawaiian culture and Hawaiian heritage. Hello, my name is Caitlin, and I help preserve the um, Hawaiian culture of our islands by studying the Hawaiian language, Hawaii, and also by participating in traditional sports such as surfing and canoe paddling. In addition to that, in a more professional capacity, I work with um, helping re restore different ecosystems within Hawaii. Specifically, I have done work with restoring the Malama Manalua watershed, which used to be the largest fish pond in all of Polynesia. So talking specifically more about you know, um, traditional Hawaiian agriculture techniques, there is obviously the fish ponds, which I know somewhat more familiar, I'm more familiar with due to my work with Malama Manalua. However, if we want to talk specifically about the agricultural history of Manoa, 
one must really look at the lo'i and the lo'is that were established back in the day. Being a graduate from Punahou, we learned a lot about, you know, the importance of water in all of these different aspects. In fact, you know, Kapunaho, the new spring, is named after the, the fresh water that was used to feed a lot of the different agriculture streams that were going on. And in fact, it has three different cultural heritage stories, whether it was a gift from Kane and Kanaloa, whether it was shown by Lono in a dream, or if it was a gift given by Mo'o. So within the agriculture history of Manoa, you know, as the lo'i is important because it provides food for the whole area, the entire land was managed under an ahupua'a system. And so self-sufficiency was really key in establishing any sort of community here. On a personal level, Manoa is also very important to me and my family. We have lived here for our entire lives and it is a very special place for us. It is really important that we understand our history and we work to preserve it through different things such as continuing farming in Manoa and through su something such as a podcast. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed.